get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, Joe Vitale, analyst for Blues Hockey here on 101 ESPN, joins us. Joey V, how you doing? Hey, Randy. What's going on, brother? Hey, doing good. Just got in late last night to, to Nashville about 2 in the morning. I was disciplined. Uh, bars closed out here at 3. We got in at 2. Uh, and Disciplined Joe was uh, was disciplined last night. Went to bed. So I'm feeling good right now. You went to bed rather than go to a bar for an hour. Yes, that's right. I, I don't know. You know, I thought about it. And some of the guys, we had some uh, sponsors on this trip, uh, enjoying it when I hit Broadway for an hour. But I felt that uh, a good night's sleep was better. And I'm, feel, I'm feeling good. And now I'm ready to rock for tonight in the National on Broadway. All right. Joey V, I got to ask a question. Uh, we had Toasted Rav delivered this morning at 730, actually 715. I ate Toasted Rav on the air at 730 this morning. Is that wow. a thumbs up or a thumbs down move? Man, thumbs up, baby. Thumbs up. <laughs> you know, I, I only live by a couple of mottos in this world, and uh, one of those mottos is it's never a wrong time to eat a toasted wrap. Uh, where'd you get them from? Uh, Antonino's. That is the best. Yeah. I was just going to say, <laughs> Antonino's are the best toasted wraps in, 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 in the city. Not even close. Forget about it. They are the best. They're on the hill there. Uh, kind of a hidden undercover spot. I think it's starting to get more more praised now. But five years ago, they were kind of undercover, and I had them, and I was just blown away, and no one was really talking about them. But I think now they're starting to catch fire where everyone fully recognizes the quality behind those wraps. And by the way, Joey V, I, I will own that I ate Toasted Rabbit at 7.30 in the morning. These two can decide whether or not they want to publicly <laughs> reveal what they did or not, but I, I, I'm just owning it. Did you, did you lose a bet? Or what's going on? Why are you having Toasted Rav at 7.30 in the morning? Oh, they, huge, were, they, huge. Were, they were brought in. Yeah, yeah St. Louis City SC <laughs> is having a uh, ravioli festival tomorrow between ravioli 4 and boys. 7. Yeah, it's called Ravioli Boys, B-O-Y-Z. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. And you, and you didn't want to wait till the, the back end of the show? To, no, because nah. nah. no, nah. they came in hot, Joey. Like I like hot. it. I, I like it. I like it. I'm good. I'm, I'm good with it. I, I don't have a problem with it at all. <laughs> Joe, do you have any? So you said that you are going to go out in Nashville today. Are you a honky tonk guy? I feel like I always have to ask this whenever people go out to Nashville. You know what? There is something great about the city. I don't know what it is. I really don't. I think it's kind of it's like the Vegas of the East, right? Where you you go out and the city kind of grabs you, and you just it's infectious. Where you go out and. You hear the country music and the country stars on this in this city are absolutely amazing, as everyone knows who comes out here. And every bar has got some of the best live music you've ever heard. So, no, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna hit the town here a little bit. The, the first time I hit Broadway as a broadcaster, it was actually with Kelly Chase. Oh. It was my first year. It was my first year in the booth. Yeah, uh, I, I can stop right there, and you guys understand. Uh, it was my first year in the booth. And it was my probably month into the season. It was a very similar schedule we have right now. 
we have we had a night off Friday night off in Nashville and like a Saturday afternoon game at like one or maybe it was like an eleven thirty game. It was super early in the morning. And I remember we went out and Kelly Chase took us out and long story short, we had the night of our lives and the night actually finished off with this rattlesnake shot. And the guy's like, You guys want a shot of rattlesnake moonshine? And we're like, Rattlesnake Moonshine. And we're thinking like Rattlesnake's like the name of the company. This guy brings out this like big old bottle, this clear bottle of clear liquid, and it's got a full live baby not live, baby dead rattlesnake in the bottle of moonshine. And he's like, Whoever takes a shot of this writes on the wall. So we did it. Guys, I, I, I still feel the fire to this day of the pros. I mean, this thing like 750 proof and i woke up the next day and i was like gonna have a i was like gonna have a panic attack my wife's like what's wrong it's like honey i i i i i i, I can't even put two words together I, 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 like, I don't know i'm gonna lose my job i'm gonna lose my job I, and i'm heading to the rink i'm like sweating i'm stuttering and i get to the booth and and chris kerber is of course there i go hey curbs and I look at Curves, and Curves can barely open his eyes. I, mean, I don't know what, I don't know what was in this alcohol with this rattlesnake in it, but he can barely open his eyes. I can't even see the whites in his eyes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're done. We're toast. We're toast. And the puck drops. The puck drops. And I right before the puck drops, I go, Curves, I, I'm not feeling very good. He goes, I got you. I go, he'll never forget. He goes, I got you, brother. And he, the puck drops, guys. His call was as flawless as it's ever been. And, I mean, I swear, he didn't miss a beat. He didn't miss a player. He didn't miss a detail. And I literally sat there as a spectator. And I just watched the game. <laughs> and I remember and I remember him every, every now and then when he needed a little bit of a break. He'd say, you know what I mean, Joe? And i just go, yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I throw out there. I had absolutely nothing to do. So I promise you, long story short, uh, I'll be more disciplined than that for sure. Uh, but at the same time, it goes to show you how important that partnership is. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> me out that day. Yeah, I, I can't say that we've experienced the same Nashville if that's what's what you've experienced out there. Because I, I don't think I've met a mysterious man with moonshine that has a rattlesnake in it. And I think I would heavily avoid that. Well, I guess we'll get into some Blues stuff here. I just wanted to ask you, I mean, it seems like the Blues continue to play well. You didn't even have Robert Thomas or Buchnevich last night, but the Blues still come out with the win. Verona again looks really good. Is this team just like a full-on rush team now, especially with the addition of Rana? Yeah, Brooke, you know, I think they are. You know, it's amazing. This team, you know, you lose some more pieces last night. You think, okay, something's going to have to get here pretty soon. But they just kind of find ways to keep winning games. And they find ways to score goals. It's it's almost uh, they're in this rhythm of the season where they just feel like they can't lose. And this is kind of what it reminded me of like a lot last year, like with the amount of goal scores we had and the offense firepower they had. It seemed like no matter what happened in the game, they always seemed like they had firepower to score and win games. And that's certainly what it looks like lately, 6-1-1 in the last eight. And this team has found their rhythm. It's changed a lot. Like their, their philosophies, um, their systematic play, and especially their play in the neutral zone has completely changed with the additions there of, of Yaku Baran and Casper Captain, like you mentioned, we talked to uh, Brandon Saad about this after the game uh, a couple games ago, uh, as well as Jordan Bennington. And one of the things that stands out is the ability for the defenseman now to pass it up these long stretch passes 
to speed. You know, before Blues earlier this year, they were not as fast, and they have to come back together, come out of the D zone together, five-man unit, close in support, and they come up as a group. And, you know, it was an easy team to defend. You know, you lose some big pieces, you add some speed, and now everyone's spread out. You're starting to see east-west passes from board to board. You're starting to see those double-line passes moving up the ice. We're seeing breakaways, odd-man rushes galore. And I think it's, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where the Blues are certainly finding success with it. But at the same time, over time, teams will learn how to defend it. And that's when you have to keep evolving in a different way. But certainly in this earlier stretch of this transition speed game, it's really catching teams off off their guard where this isn't the same Blues team, and this is why they're having so so much success. Joey, last night, Kasperi Kapanen shifted over to center. Uh, you've seen Bushnevich play center, shifting from, from a forward, from a wing spot. What is the hardest part of, of making that transition to center, uh, and what makes a good center a good center? Well, you know, the biggest thing, Kerry, it's a good question. The biggest thing, Kerry, believe it or not, it's a small detail of the game, but it's defensive zone faceoffs after you lose the faceoff. Mm-hmm. And I know it's very it's very specific, but it's very important. So you're in the defensive zone faceoff, and you're a winger that now is playing centerman like Casper Kapanen. If you're on the dot and you lose that faceoff, and that faceoff goes straight out to the opposing team's point man, the D-man, instinctually, because you're a winger, what do you think you want to do? You want to go out to that defenseman. Yeah. yeah, you want to go get him. That, that's your man. And, and as soon as you have a, a mental breakdown there for even a split second and you think you need to go get him – once that centerman jumps past you, uh, he's in front of that. He's at back door, and they can run their faceoff play, whatever they want. You see it so many times where the centerman loses centerman. That's their job, center on center in a D-zone loss. And a lot of times, wingers don't have the discipline or the kind of mental capacity uh, in, the, in the emotions of the game to remember that. So that is a constant reminder, and wingers certainly help the centerman remind them of, the, of that. Uh, but besides that, I would say it's, it's actually a lot easier – uh, from a strategic standpoint, to move to center. Center, you, I mean, you're, you're the rover. You're all over the place. You're center mid like on the soccer field. You're wherever the ball is, you are. Wherever the puck is, you are. You hunt, and you're, you're the hound. You're helping out in the D zone. You're all over in the offensive zone as well. That's why it's very important to have, you know, two attributes in my mind to play center, which is, number one, you got to have speed because you got to be able to get up and around everywhere. And the other thing is you really need to have – you really got to have a lot of compete in your game because you're always in the support. You're always there on the puck. And I think that this is the main reason why Casper Kapanen decided, or Craig Bruby decided rather, to put Kapanen in the middle there because he's certainly got speed. He's shown to have uh, just that grit on the puck and certainly the competitiveness on the puck. And those two things uh, certainly added to his game last night. He had a terrific, uh, terrific assist coming right up the middle of the ice. He bumped it out to Sammy Blay, who set up Jordan Cairo. But it was the speed of Kapanen working his way up in that second period, crossed the red, crossed the blue, picked it out, drove the net and really set up and create a lot of space for Jordan Tyree on the game-winning goal. Hey, Joey V, one last thing before we let you go. I look at the Blackhawks last night, and I look around the league. I look at Montreal, who was in the Stanley Cup Finals not too long ago. I, I look at Anaheim and San Jose, teams that had really good stretches of hockey and now look like they're just helpless. The Blackhawks just look like like they're helpless. And it looks to me like with the young players the Blues have that we aren't going to have to deal with that bottom-of-the-barrel type hockey. I, I don't know if I'm right about that or not, but I just get the impression that that's the case. I feel like we're pretty lucky that we aren't it doesn't look like going to have to go down to where teams like Chicago and Anaheim and San Jose and Montreal are it's a good point Randy and you're absolutely right this is down a bad hockey team this is in fact a really good hockey team and this is a hockey team that actually is not very far off at all I mean 
look at the players that we lost at the deadline, whether it be Achari, Teresinko, O'Reilly, Barbashev. I mean, Nico Mikola, we, we were the biggest seller at the deadline. We got rid of some really good players, and we got a lot of pieces back. So you think by all the, the big pieces we moved, we would be in that threshold of that, that let's call it that prototype, uh, Anaheim, Chicago. Uh, but we're not. We are, we are better than those teams. We saw we played Anaheim last week. Uh, it was, we handed them a win easily. Last night, the Blues, I was talking to Mike Van Ryan about it after the game. They didn't even play a great game. And they, again, handled the Chicago Blackhawks handily. The Detroit series home and home. I know we ended up losing one there in overtime. But aside from that, that was one that uh, you can tell that this is a Blues team that could easily take on the Detroit Red Wings as well. So my point is they're in the standings around these other teams, and it's not even close. And you look at you look at some of some of the way the season's gone. They're actually a couple more wins before the deadline, or a couple more wins before the trade deadline. I mean, they'd be right back in the mix. They'd be like right there. I mean, they're not that far off from the Winnipeg Jets right now. They're going to finish right in the middle of the pack, uh, and especially with all the pieces they lost. So to me, it's a very encouraging thing. You're right. The Anaheim Ducks have a long, and I mean a long way to go. If they don't get Connor Bedard, I watch the Anaheim team, it's going to be maybe seven, eight, nine years before they make the playoffs and make a really good run at it again. Chicago Blackhawks team, they are banking on Connor Bedard, and without that, it is going to be a huge rebuilding process there. Uh, but there are a couple other teams. I think the Detroit Red Wings are close, and I certainly think the Blues are, are right there as well. But what, what, one good thing about this team is, uh, the coaching staff, especially Craig Berube, every night they, they put their heart on their sleeve and they just go out there and they play passionate, gritty, competitive hockey. Uh, to me, that's always got to be the foundation. That comes from your leadership, and certainly they have that right now. But some wonderful young pieces up and coming. Jake Neighbors has taken a huge step this year. Uh, Zach Bolduke is going to be a player to keep an eye on. Uh, Dean is another player we got with the Barbershop trade. He could be NHL ready by, t- by next year sometime. Just some wonderful pieces up and coming. We have a good veteran group. Certainly goaltending is never going to be an issue. We got Bennington. You got Joel Holver backing up. We saw him play this year. He's going to be a terrific goaltender. He's going to play a long time in the National Hockey League. Big guy as well. So, so many great pieces. Uh, so, I mean, again, I'm not just being optimistic here. I do think uh, there is a re- reality that this turnaround is going to be very, very brief. And this team is going to be very competitive and right back in that playoff hunt here within a year or two. So, Joey, just before we let you go, I want to make sure I get my list of things not to drink. It's mo- uh, uh, Rattlesnake Moonshine. Rattlesnake okay. Moonshine, Carrie. Yeah, make if anyone sure. ever brings you out a bottle of moonshine with a rattle, just run, man. Okay. Just absolutely. Yeah, absolutely run. I think I'm still recovering. That was like four or five years ago. Yeah, Joey, I, I've actually got the date for you. It was February 9th of 2019 that you uh, apparently partook of the Rattlesnake Moonshine. And then uh, the, the very next. So you, you, I remember the back-to-back. It was a Saturday here, a Sunday there, right? And so you guys fly to Nashville. I'm sure you had the Rattlesnake Moonshine and then played the 1230 game the next day in Nashville. Nashville, and the Blues were hot at that time. It was fun. I don't recall not hearing your voice during the broadcast, but I'm sure that's the case. But anyway, yeah, February 9th of, of 2019, the Stanley Cup championship year. Yeah, that was, that was the one where I walked in the house at that night. I got home probably about 6 or 7 o'clock at night, and the kids all excited. My wife's like looking for some help now that I'm home, and I just kind of gave her a pat on the shoulder, and I just went straight to bed. So, I just, she, uh, it really never got better for me at that point. It really never got better for me at that point. So that is one mistake I'll never make again. Love you, Joey. We'll be tuned in tomorrow, and have a great weekend in Nashville. Hey, love you guys, too. You guys have a great weekend now. Thank you. That's our friend Joe Vitale on 1 ESPN.